welcome to another episode of Front Porch Theology. My name is Heather. I'm here with Jeremy and Will. And we are happy to be here with you guys today. Um, I'm happy to have these custom-made mugs. Not I, I really do like Heather the made these mugs for us at the pottery place. I did. I yes. do. And and mine has a little coffee dripping off its nose. Are you, oh, so because you know the first podcast we did, you had that's stuff it. dripping off your nose. <laughs> Every podcast I've had something coming out my nose. It's like it's like uh, a new segment. Gross. It's a new thing. What's, What's coming out of so your nose? Dr- are you drinking out of the nose? Yeah, I, t- I thought you were supposed to. Is that not no, you're, you're not supposed to drink out of the nose. Well, I you're like, supposed I, to turn could it around. Could you show us how you're drinking out of? Oh, that's, bless. you're doing that way backwards. That's uh, no, I like to do it though. I like to do so it. So these right. mugs really have d- various facial hair that <clears throat> matches our facial hair. Except and so for when me. you drink it, it looks like you. <laughs> like yeah. your face yeah. is still there. See, to me, it's like I'm I'm, I'm like sucking my own nose. It, so it's yeah, like... that's really gross. <laughs> that's what it looks like when you do that. And now that's really disgusting to look oh, at you oh and well. do that. Okay, so we have... Um, we have kind of a different podcast today. Well, not different. Yeah. We're still going to talk about stuff, but... Um, we're getting ready to start a series um, at the end of this month that'll kind of lead into the end of the year um, with our podcast and even in the sermon series. So today we kind of want to do something just a little random, and I've taken a couple of it's topics. Literally random. It is. Super random. Um, I've taken a couple of topics that I've been given. Um, they're kind of eh, not heavy topics. Some of them might be, depending on your beliefs, I guess. But um, they're in a bowl. Um, Jeremy and Will have been told what they are, but they have probably forgotten. Because, is that a bowl? Uh, well, shut up. It's a, <laughs> I'll just be honest. I wasn't even really listening to the <clears> topics <throat> when you read it them. Was, it looks like a small... There were a lot of topics in that bowl. Oh, I don't know what you call this. It's like a horse trough, but it's... Yeah, I was going to say it looks like what we baptize people It's like a mini horse trough. Okay, well. That can fit on We're going to pick... Um, I was going to say names. We're not picking names. We're picking <laughs> topics out of the mini trough. And... Um, we're just going to take a few minutes to discuss some of them um, to get your all's, um, I was going to say opinions and ideas. Oh, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long <laughs> oh, we, one, We folks. will have opinions about it's them. It's going to yeah. be a long one, folks. Okay, so um, Jay comes before yeah. W. Jeremy's going to go first. All right. And we're comes before Barry. I'm excited. I'm excited. Age before beauty, right? Yep. Isn't that the saying? Ooh, exactly right. this is a good one. So do I reveal it now? Yes, please, because okay. we're going to discuss yours first. Legalism in the church. Oh, my okay, gosh. Nice. Mine's so, going to be amazing. <clears throat> yours is going to be amazing? Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. We'll okay, talk about okay. it in a minute. I'm excited. So, okay. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kind of give a definition. This is the only yeah. one I'm actually prepared for. Um, legalism. <laughs> like she forced you to pick that one. She put it on top. I did. All of them so. say legalism in the church, <laughs> and then she dumped them out, put some new ones in there. I was wondering why I drew the same one. Yeah. Uh, legalism, uh, and you all can add your own uh, definition of it in just a moment. Legalism believes that we can earn or keep God's favor by what we do. Um it promotes unbiblical standards um, with self-authority. It promotes performance with self-righteousness, promotes division, and it demotes Jesus and his sufficient righteousness. So yeah. that'll get us started on that That's a great topic. definition. That did you write great. that? Oh, I did, yes. That's great. That's While really I was definition. making these uh, custom-made <laughs> yeah. coffee cups wow. yeah, so, in my spare time. So legalism in the church, I think when we think of legalism, we think of like the fundamental independent Baptists. In fact, I... Uh, that's exactly what I think of. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think legalism can... So let me let me give you a story that's happened this morning. After... So I teach I teach Bible to high school students. After class... Do you, you teach Bible? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, I teach a New Testament survey to some high school students. Where at? Uh, Calvary Baptist Academy. That's Calvary oh, okay. Baptist Academy. 
<laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. One eight hundred to be soldiers for the Lord. So what, Calvary Baptist Academy. So what class do you teach? I'm sorry. So I'm, I teach I'm trying New to Testament listen. survey is one okay. of them. Old Testament survey. Okay, cool. So, you didn't so, know this about him? No, I didn't actually. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I wondered what he did for yes, a living. Well, Mr. Barry. I, I wondered what he did for a living. <laughs> That and uh, that's, pre- that's pretty much it. I come and do this podcast and I go back and sleep on the couch. He's also a counselor. I discovered that this past week when I asked for recommendations for counselors for yeah. some people. So I'm, so my name came up. That's like, I don't know. It did, that's yes. Encouraging. And encouraging. I, you know. You were like, no. I, don't I did. So. I was like, are you being serious? <laughs> like, I sent that lady a private message because we was in a group and I was like, are you being serious? Like, why would you say that? And she's like, <laughs> he's been my counselor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Are you. Are you are you mocking him? Jeremy's a great I was like, counselor. Do you need, I was like, do you need me to recommend you to a professional? So, I mean, so here's the thing. The pe- people who need, I- I'm going to be honest, people who need uh, people who need counseling, I think sometimes make good counselors. Like, I've, I, I received counseling. That. And I like, I think, I think, especially when it's good counseling, I think you see the impact of it. But I think good counselors are often people who need counseling. Um, 100%. Yeah. Will, you, I mean, I guess you're just perfect. <laughs> Will yep. sucks at counseling. Stop okay, it. Okay, let's get back on Sorry, topic. Yeah, legalism. legalism. So, yeah, <laughs> legalism. So, I was speaking to a kid today after, after uh, Bible class. He, he came to me uh, doubting his salvation. And he, he goes to a fundamental independent Baptist church. And his big thing was, I, he's like, I, I want to be a Christian, but I know that means I have to, like, I have to do, I have to give up these things first. And I have to, like, I have to do these things before I can receive, before I can be a believer. And so it was really interesting because I got to see a little bit of what he gets preached at weekly. Yeah. Um, he's like, I just, I, I like, <clears throat> one of these things was a snuff, was, was chewing tobacco, which, which is really interesting. Um, now, I'm not to say that, that maybe he doesn't have to give that up to, to follow Jesus. That, that That's a whole different conversation. But there was no, it, the, the barriers that were made between him and the grace of, of the Lord were placed there, to, and it has created this deeply unhealthy view of of the love of the Father, and now I think that that can exist in a fun, uh, independent fundamental church. I think it can exist in a reformed church, um, where uh, we become legalistic on non-essential things. Yeah. Is there a confession? Uh, is there not a confession? Is there you know how is communion being done? How often is communion being done? Now I have convictions about some of these things, but. I think it can be you can become quickly quickly legalistic when you start saying, "Well, your church doesn't understand this if you don't allow people to drink coffee in the church, or you don't understand the sacraments well enough if you don't do this well enough, or like we do it." So I think legalism finds itself in all different brands. Uh, usually, I think in your Reformed churches, legalism is: are you are you a good enough Christian? Whereas, in I think your fundamental in the Independent Baptist, it has to do with: are you a Christian at all? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I'm, I, you grew up more in a legalistic church than, than I did. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's still not as legalistic as some that I've seen or been yeah. like preached at, even or, or whatever. Um, yeah, it, 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 there is a lot of like variations of legalism, um, but but I think in general, just the sense of uh, just taking things that are that are more tradition rather than the Word of God. Yeah. And and outlawing them or or making thing certain things forbidden um, that scripture does not forbid um, is is a common common uh, component of legalism I, I think in Appalachia yeah so so the one thing I think that legalism okay so legalism as a whole is a is a is a dangerous heretical teaching this idea that you have to do these things to to get God's favor um, but the component that they try to stress I think is holiness 
Yeah. Oh, you know, it is. It, and that's not a bad thing to stress. No. It's just the wrong way to stress it. Um, well, and, and it comes from, like, okay, if, if, you're, if your desire is to abstain from sin, that's a great desire. Yeah. Um, but, but to misappropriate what is sin and what is not sin. So, like, you take snuff, for example. Like, because you have a skull ring on your, on the, on your jeans. Um, a skull what? A skull ring. On your, like a ring on your jeans? <clears throat> no, no, not it, like, like a, the imprint of the the oh. skull. <laughs> like snuff comes in okay. a in a circular container, okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you put it in your back pocket, right. so I thought it was came like the big league chew pouch, like something like oh, that. Geez. That's what chewing tobacco. Oh, okay. That's not. That's that's not, not so, what's the difference between the two? Oh jeez, that's a whole other podcast. One you can actually chew, like you put it in your in your jaw and you can chew, but then the the snuff that you just put it in your. Well, they can be in little packets. Put it in your your lip. Right here, my dad's like second wife it, chewed tobacco. I'm it, not sure. I have uh, family get-togethers only because of dares and stuff. Yeah, it's sad that I know more about this than you, Jeremy. I I I, I smoked <laughs> I smoked cigarettes. I never chewed tobacco. Never never had a desire to chew tobacco ever. Okay, well that's another topic in a few minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> like the the thinking that that makes you not a Christian is is what I'm talking about. Like that's yeah. not in the Bible. So I think I think legalism is taking is creating something. That's not in the Bible and making it there, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's it's always heavily based on tradition. So let's so okay. So I'm listening to the podcast, and I'll be honest. Sometimes you all talk like in theology terms and stuff, and it goes over my hat, yeah. over my head. I'm no, if you have a hat on, that's even higher. Oh, if I have a hat on, it goes <laughs> over my hat too. Uh, so what is what does that look like? Give give real life examples of what that may look like that we would know what legalism looks like in the church. Yeah. So okay. So I think I think a really good example is um, if I say that to that if you're going to be a Christian, then you cannot watch rated R movies. You cannot listen to this type of secular music. You cannot. Uh, everything from yeah, you can't chew chewing tobacco. So usually it it usually flies in the face of Christian liberty. What am I allowed to do as a Christian? And so I th- what I feel like legalism often does is is it says it, it kind of crushes Christian liberty and almost denies it uh, and says yeah the things you're allowed you're not allowed to do anything um, uh, and enjoy anything right. uh, that that you did that unbelievers enjoy. So if if unbelievers enjoy this, you're not allowed to enjoy it. Um, and so I, that's just a couple of examples. Yeah. And I think another component though is, is, um, when, when it legalism can take jabs at salvation by grace alone through faith alone. So if I think any view in which you can lose your salvation, yeah, that's good. In any type of theological view where you lose your salvation, I think is a form of legalism. So, so it's funny because a lot of your fundamental independent Baptists will say you cannot lose your salvation. They'll just question your salvation if you go get a tattoo. They'll say, "Well, you weren't actually saved then." <clears throat> right. Not because you deny Christ, right. but because you got a tattoo. Right. Um, and so that that's yeah, that would be a really good example of. Uh, and so legalism, I, I think. So it's funny because legalism wants to promote holiness, but it does so un, in an unhealthy way. And I think the fear of legalism is. <laughs> Uh, a, a term or a, it's idea that you can um, you can do whatever you want to because you have grace. Yeah. What's that called? Antinomianism. Is that yeah. right? Antinomianism. Yeah. So this idea of antinomianism that you can you you can. I like how you said. What's that called? Like expecting an answer. Why? Well, everybody's I was... like, don't know. <laughs> you knew what it was. Tell us, Mister Barry. Uh, no, I was. Uh... <laughs> no one. No one. Bueller. Um, so no, I was. It, it's this idea that you can sin as much as you want. So I think legalism, oftentimes, is a, is a response 
to antinomianism. I can sin whenever I can do as much sin as I want because I got grace. And oftentimes, um, that that's an unhealthy position. I can sin as much as I want because I have grace. Is also a response to legalism. But and what's the solution for both of these? Scripture. Yeah. Like scripture yeah. preaches against antinomianism as well as legalism. Um, like like Paul Paul writes, "Shall we continue in sin so that grace can abound?" Uh, God forbid. There's no way that we should continue in our sin. How can we who have died to sin continue to live in it? And then, and then he, I mean, gosh, the whole letter to the, to the church and uh, the Galatian church is um, about uh, combating Judaizers who were who were seeking for a return to the law, legalism. And he's he's saying, hey, we're not saved by the law. We're not saved by legalistic terms. And um, so the Bible preaches against both ends of the spectrum. Really, really does. I mean, you, you, yeah, you have the idea of if if God's grace, and I love that you were, where you were quoting Paul out of Romans that the this idea that I can, if if by sinning God's grace is seen more clearly, then isn't it a good thing that I sin? I mean, you have people <laughs> making that argument, right? And it's just so it's just that silly, um, you know. And that's why I love. I've really enjoyed first, uh, first and second, and, and this week third John because there's this idea that if when you are impacted by the grace of God, um, there is this integration uh, of 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 our faith into our practice, uh, mm-hmm. uh, our 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 creed into our conduct. Right there is this there's this merging of the two. Yeah. Um, so we should pursue holiness. And so when it comes to like, can we get tattoos? Well, maybe. Yeah. It, it depends, depends on the conscience. It depends on a lot of things. Can you smoke cigars? Maybe. Jeremy thinks it would be sinful for him to get a tattoo. I do. I do think it would be sinful it, for me. I, I've I would, tried to get him to get a tattoo lots of times. Yeah. I, I would. It would be wrong for me to get a tattoo, but I don't think it's wrong for you to get a tattoo. I think it's. it would be bad for me to smoke, but it would not be bad for you to smoke. Hmm. hmm. Why is that? Well, let me explain. Um, so in, in our home, because I feel really judged right now. No, you're not at for, all for smoking so, okay, so you, cigars. I feel and judged tattoos. because I want to smoke and I want to get a tattoo. <laughs> no, listen, I would love. Like, I would smoke. Go back to smoking Newports tomorrow. Um, but that's something that that's something I shouldn't do for for a multitude of reasons. One, I, I struggle with self control, and that, and so to, the best thing for me to do is not do it at all, to abstain from it because I struggle with self control with that. Um, secondly, my my wife hates it, and so I have to love my wife more than I love. Uh, cigarettes. Yeah. I'm feeling um, really convicted right now because uh, my wife hates when I smoke cigars. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, it's you know why? I'm it's sorry, because Amanda. you stink everything up. It's like it's you true. throw your cigar clothes in. But have you ever had his natural smell? It's actually an improvement. Oh gosh. Amanda just hates both. <laughs> she just hates you. <laughs> That's why I sleep in the garage. Yeah. Um, no, it's, no, for really, when I smoke a cigar, she like I have to come in the house like in my boxers because. Yeah. Like I, I have understand. to take all my clothes off before I come in the house. Like the neighbors are really freaked out. Like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Jason stands in the entryway and like the clo- you know, like yeah. sheds his clothes so, before so, he comes up. So there, there is uh, gambling. Same for the same reason that that I, I don't. I mean, alcohol. I, I don't think alcohol is a sin at all. Um, I was over at a guy's house uh, last night. We were we were doing reading through Romans or actually through Genesis, and. Um, he said to me, he said, I said what, he goes, you want to drink? I said, sure. He goes, so he names what he has. He goes, but a lot of it was, most of it was alcoholic. And he, and I, I think he felt a little judged. Like, no, I don't drink uh, for a multitude of reasons. But one of them is because, uh, because I know, I know what I, I know that I would have a hard time ceasing to stop drinking. I have, you know, I have the, I'm the guy that has the urge to like, if no one's looking, like I want to drink yeah. and not, not because I sh- socially, you know, am a drinker. I, I'm more of a private drinker, yeah. which is better. <laughs> no, probably worse. Probably worse. Sorry. She Sorry. meant worse. Yeah, worse. Right, worse. Yeah, well, that's what it is. So, so I'm someone who would struggle with that. Um, yeah. 
So you know that, that's why. Whereas you have, you you definitely have much more self control uh, than, than I do, which is why I have that's to abstain from a lot of things. No, you do. You do. You you you. I, I feel do. like I don't drink by myself. I right. only drink socially. Yeah, you have you have a better understanding of when you need to stop. For me, I know I've struggled with that in the past, and so I just don't I just don't do it. Well, I haven't stopped getting tattoos. I don't know when I'm supposed to stop, but. Well, okay, t- so tattoos, uh, my, they would, this would be an issue for my family. For some people, my family would be a real burden, so I don't do it. So right. I, I think I think that's where... So when you say, are you talking about tattoos right now, or are you just talking about So things? Christian liberty in general. So I think I think okay. you have to listen to your own conscience, okay. and I think you have to take into consideration the people around you. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, this goes to language, to, I mean, this, it, so I think you take into that, is it, is it context, first? Context matters. It does. It does, yes. Does, does the Bible condemn it? If not, okay. Does does your conscience condemn it? Well, Paul makes it really if clear not, there are certain times you need to lay down liberties. Yeah, uh, for the sake of the gospel, and that, and that, and that's using your liberty to lay it down. It's, yeah. it's not it's not a denial of liberty. Right. Liberty, liberty, liberty. Okay, so I'm taking out this one: body of the temple, tattoo, smoking, alcohol, and oh, prescription drugs. Oh, little segue there. Because we uh, yeah. just pretty much covered that. So. Yeah. All right. So all that's right. that's that's all I got for legalism in the church. Right. I have. Uh-oh. It's taking me a long time to unfold it. So. <laughs> Struggling. I have age of accountability. Man, what did y'all do? Like, pick the heaviest topics out of here? There's some good ones. Is this a heavy topic? I mean, this isn't right. that heavy. How, how, can I be devil's advocate on this one? Uh, the devil needs of no course, advocate, Dan. though, Jeremy. Of course you can, Dan. Hold up your cup, please. All right, so I, I'm going to argue. I. You haven't heard my argument. I might agree I with the devil right. here. <laughs> All right. Well, how about this? Um, okay, go ahead. Dude, I won't be. I won't be devil's advocate. Dan will have a seat. Take a back seat. Sometimes okay. you need to just listen, Dan. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I was so just going to say, age of accountability is is something that I've heard taught. Like growing up, I heard it taught um, that there was an age of accountability. Um, not 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 necessarily a, a, a direct age. Let me just give a definition of what it is. Age of accountability is is an age in which a child matures to, and at some point, this child is mature enough to really understand the gospel understand his or her sin, um, and so then they are therefore accountable for their sin, and they will go to hell if they don't, if they don't repent, and then they have to repent to trust Jesus, or, or repent and trust Jesus to go to heaven. Um, now, the problem with that is it's nowhere in Scripture. Um, nowhere. It is absolutely nowhere in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a doctrine that is taught basically just by reason, and so I, I deny the doctrine um, in, in and of itself. So if, if someone just says, hey, Will, do you do you believe in the age of accountability? I would say, no, I do not. Um, but that doesn't mean that I believe that children who die are going to hell um, necessarily. Okay, can I, that's what, so that's, here's, here's that, where the devil comes in, I'm okay. sure. Yeah. All right, so here, here I come. Mm. Oh, yeah, Will? You don't believe that? Aren't you born into sin? And if you're born into sin, and babies are vipers and diapers... How is it that they don't go to hell when they die? In fact, have you had that like stored up for a long time? Like, yeah, you've been waiting for that out there. <laughs> I mean, that sounds so well put together. So, what, why, how is it that, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't. So, we, in our class, we just talked about this like a couple days ago. So, I, I believe that uh, we are born into sin. Mm-hmm. I think that's clear in scripture that, that we are. Since the, in, in your mother's womb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bible makes it clear that, that we are sinners uh, by nature. And by choice. So we, we endorse it. As soon as we're able to comprehend sin, we love it. Yeah. Um, but 
I always say like, just take one look at your kids. You can, you can see that they're depraved from birth. And, um, and so, <laughs> I mean, amen. Right? Amen. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so all souls are in need of saving no matter how young they may be. They're not innocent enough to not need grace to get to heaven. But I, I think that grace can be given. Um, so I, I, what we really get into is how someone is saved. Um, I, I, and I, I also disagree that we're saved by walking an aisle and saying the sinner's prayer. And so everyone who is in heaven in eternity will be there because God graciously saved them, not because they said the prayer. You know, a baby can't say the sinner's prayer. But I'm not going to heaven because I said the sinner's prayer. I'm going to heaven because Jesus died for my sins and God graciously saved me. And so I would say God can graciously save an infant the same way he saves a grown man. Yeah, the, the only place you see it in Scripture uh, that, that deals with babies and babies going to heaven is when David. David's son dies. Right. Yeah. Um, with Bathsheba and David's first son, he dies, and this is a response to his sin. Um, and he says, I'll see you in, I'll see you in heaven. Uh, of course, Bathsheba and, and David are given a son to replace this to, uh, so that is Solomon. Um, but not only that, but I think you see God's, uh, his affection for the little children mm-hmm. all throughout scripture. And even though they're not innocent, uh, there is a, a, a naive presence of, of their guilt. Right. But I think, I think the, the problem I have with the doctrine of the age of accountability is a belief that they don't need saved. Because they're innocent enough that, that they. Whoa. Who's that? Wow, someone's at Let the. We open the door. We got a doorbell. <laughs> and a really terrible sounding oh my door. Gosh. All right, so I got, I got, a, I got a, it's, uh, What's it's. Happening right now? <laughs> weird, weird teacher, Wally. Uh, I, I got, I got. Oh. <laughs> hey, Wally. Hey. So, okay, um, oh my wait a minute. If, if you're telling me, if you're telling me that <laughs> babies don't go to hell but they go to heaven when they die isn't abortion an act of mercy if most oh, people geez. if most people go there. to wally you are a sadistic what's your problem human. Wally? I, I, get out listen, of here I'm wally i'm waiting outside I, I, I can leave but no, it, no seriously though before i leave um <laughs> uh isn't if Golly. since most people will take the wide road to destruction isn't abortion an act of mercy if, if they're guaranteed heaven isn't it doesn't abortion make isn't it more gross if you are condemning someone to hell do you see where i'm going yeah i see yeah. i see where you're going it's just i it's think just you need to have argument. some time with your pastor later and discuss these things because that's not a topic i mean what's what's truly right in in refuting this is two wrongs don't make a right right um, so i mean you you cannot break god's law to fulfill some kind of eternal purpose and yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, because yeah, you're taking salvation into your own hands at this point. It, yeah, you're salvation to, is never in right. salvation is never in our hands. Yeah. Um. So no, Wally, it's it's not okay to to break God's law and murder. And Wally, so that, if you have any questions, you need to submit those on the podcast <laughs> link and don't be quit just ringing the, the doorbell in the middle of the podcast. Sorry, sorry. So, so, anyways, yeah, the age of accountability asserts that there is innocence on children. Um, I think that's the biggest flaw of the doctrine because that's not true. Um, infants need saving, um, but I, I do think it's in God's character to save by grace infants and children who are, are not yet old enough to really comprehend the gospel. Well, and I think you could also, you know, adults who are not, you know, who are yeah with uh, with mental disabilities. Yeah, with and, mental and disabilities. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's 100%. a that's, that's a that's a really that's that's a good point. 
You. Oh. Put that down. Um, while, you're while, about while to. Just have, while you're just you're about to have your phone. Have trouble with you're about to. <laughs> shutting it multiple times. <laughs> you're about to have your phone <laughs> taken. Trying to get it all the way shut. Just leave, Wally. All right. Oh, oh my turn. Um, please just. Wait, you have another paper. Please just be Jeremy this yeah, time. Yeah, I, I will. Get another no, paper. No, Wally's gone. Weirdo Wally. Oh, we're drawing another one. I didn't yeah. see Jeremy even draw another one. Well, she. I don't think she didn't mean to give you two. Uh, but oh. but well, then I you saw me. Ha- yeah, I should. I was supposed. To- Sorry about that. Oh man, mine has my name on it. Okay. That's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, Chris, uh, celebrity preachers and celebrity celebrities professing faith. Hey. I. I, I love celebrities. Uh, yeah, we are maybe opposite camp then. I can't stand all, any of the celebrity culture, <laughs> sub-celebrity culture. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why people get excited. Okay, so I think the reason people get excited about celebrities accepting Christ is they think that, that their they level will, of influence will, right. will cause like a sweeping revival. Yeah. But Romans 1 but does like, not con- say the power of celebrity is the power of God for salvation. It is the gospel. This is true. And but, so, like, with Kanye West, I don't think people are like arguing that. I know, but it's the, it's, it's they're not like saying like there. they're not saying that Kanye is like the hope of our nation. It's embedded that there's going to be a revival I've because celebrities start accepting Christ, and that's well, like, not how like cele- at Sunday happens. service in uh, in like Tampa or somewhere. I don't, I don't remember where, but like, uh, <laughs> wow, Heather just broke her mic <laughs> off the she table. She got so angry at She's that. She's mad. Matt, calm at, down, Heather. Goodness gracious. <laughs> No, like like a thousand like a thousand people made professions of faith. Now I know we can't say for sure that uh, you know those thousand people are actually born again, right. but but they there were a thousand professions of faith. That's good through Kanye's ministry. Okay, right, but it's it's it is con- the problem with that. The problem I have one is there is a degree in which Christianity can become something cool. And become a it fad. Is, it is cool. <laughs> okay. It can become a fad. <laughs> like your response. Okay. <laughs> I don't make that claim. Um, it can become a fad. And I think that people can have a religious experience. And then – and so I, want, I always want to be careful to to give – I'm really distracted right now because con- Heather's like I, I, pulling out her tool chest to yeah, reassemble her microphone. <laughs> to give Kanye any credit or anything he's doing or as if God wouldn't have this happen, mm-hmm. these people wouldn't be redeemed if if, if – so can can God use Kanye? Absolutely. Can yeah, I'm God not use... giving Kanye credit for salvation. I'm saying that God seems to be using this man. That I th- that I'm Praise okay with. Praise the Lord with. for that. But yeah. but the problem is it it is people get excited about celebrities specifically. I I get excited with anybody who comes to Christ. That's I'm okay with this. Okay, good because I think you should get excited. Right, you should. For I think that comes I should, Dan. Including that's not, that's including celebrities. When celebrities come to Christ, you should be excited. It is great. For that. I am. I am. Uh, I am a I'm skeptical with most things. Most people, when they're like, "I follow Jesus," I'm like, okay, we'll see. Um, with celebrities or just anyone? Anybody. Yeah. Um, but I I my problem is when when people get excited as if salvation rests in the popularity of Christianity and not in the sovereignty of God. And I think that's the thing. I agree with that that's celebrity. Pre- the reason I don't like celebrity preachers is because they usually suck. Is they usually suck. Go. I'm okay. So I've, I don't care because because. The, the the masses love to hear the, the Bible even says this what what tickles their yeah. ears so like which is weird because the most popular preachers tend to be the the ones that aren't that good your ears ticklish 
Oh my God. I don't think my ears have ever been tickled. Now, I have to say, if Julie kisses like anywhere around my ear, okay, that tickles, that's a different that's feeling. The, yeah, it's a different, different thoughts. I'm feeling so uncomfortable not, right now. Let's not Sorry. talk about that. We can that. move on. It's too much. That's no. a different post-it. <laughs> so yeah, the, I think I think the the attractional nature of the most popular preachers is usually because of a promise of prosperity or a um, a, a, a entertainment factor like they're they're funny they're charismatic you know what have you um and that that usually isn't the best preaching by biblical standards but i will admit some of them are very captivating like like stephen furtick like he man that that guy's a good speaker are you saying he is he doesn't have good theology yeah it's pretty bad um he's he's not a good preacher but he's he's a good speaker he's very captivating in the way that he speaks um so in that way a little bit jealous, and oh, and of his his fashion and his build and don't, all don't, that. Don't don't be je- don't be jealous of heresy. <laughs> you 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 could. You I could. wouldn't call him a heretic. That's pretty close. Uh, yeah, he's it's pretty pretty close. He, he's pretty close. But <laughs> celebrity preachers, um, there have been there have been some celebrity preachers that are that are sound. Am I being legalistic by saying he's a heretic? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Probably yes. Yeah. Okay. See, I disagree. But if he was really a heretic, I I think I think he's borderline. Like, I don't think you're being legalistic by calling, uh, I was trying to think of who to clearly call Borderline a heretic. Borderline heretic. What's that look like? What Stephen Furtick. He's dark hair. Uh, <laughs> like. no, okay, so, so, so his, when you start, okay, so let's take the message last week in Second John. You invite heretics in your home to preach, and you are, you are part of their wicked ways. Yeah. Has he brought in heretics to teach at his church? That's a good point. I'll concede that point. Yeah. Uh, he 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 definitely Straight has. Up he's brought in. Yeah, he's brought in clear hair. And, and if, you, to his if he can't if he can't discern from that, that that is that's more than concerning. That's, okay, yeah. you win. I concede. Good oh, I point. Wish I had my phone up. I would do like an applaud. Don't you get I it back up, or I'll I knock won't. it out of your hands. <laughs> you throw the. Ball. The reason you won that argument is you use use the Bible to win that. That yeah. was that was a good good argument. Uh, so. I might, I've used mine. Oh my gosh! What did you do to that paper? Okay, I want to bring up something. Um, It's been in the news recently, and I just didn't bring it up because, uh, honestly, I didn't want to have to argue with you all or anything. What about when celebrity preachers who are popular use their platforms um, in ugly ways? Oh, like like John MacArthur a few weeks ago. Wow. Like John MacArthur a few weeks ago. Didn't um, see that coming. Oh man, this this is and be his comments on Beth Moore. Okay, so I haven't heard the whole Beth Moore thing. I uh, so I don't, I don't I don't know the entirety of. So they if, were if he's making fun of. Her, they were playing a he game. He definitely was making fun of. Her. They were playing a game, and um, you know the game where um, you could say, "Okay, Jeremy, I'm going to say one I word, and you tell me your like your thoughts on this," and the whoever the game host was i don't know i didn't watch it all because it's it todd Friel. i know that's a jerk I, I, I do exactly i'm like i don't want to mention him I made um, this so he said beth moore and john MacArthur said should go home yeah and then several so, other people right i heard that part because he wanted to say unqualified which is what he said about Stephen furtick but yeah but they said well, last time he wrote a book so don't say that he said go home i have less problem with the go home statement than i do with the Statement, or he's made, apparently this is what you told me, where he's making fun of the way she looks and some of that stuff. The, That's yeah, the shopping network yeah. comments, and he, he said something like, "Just because you can p- 
pedal stuff on the shopping network. It doesn't make it I don't know. Uh, to, to be honest, it really pissed me off, so yeah. I didn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I don't like, the like game. They, they kept they kept going with it and kind of berated. I, her. I don't like the game. The game is because I'd rather you say, okay, what do you think about Beth? Explain to me where Beth Moore is is incorrect. That is more beneficial than saying, okay, give me one word. The game is stupid. The it, one word yeah. thing, it doesn't give adequate description. Of, it doesn't. Because yeah. like if, John, if John MacArthur was going to explain his views on Beth Moore's ministry, I think he would. it would have been a lot better it than just been. saying just go saying, home. Well, he, yeah. said, he even said, I feel like this is a trap. It is a trap. It yes. definitely is, John. It's a trap. It's yeah. a trap. Get away. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I quoted a Because that's what Todd reference. Friel does. I think Todd Friel's more guilty than John yeah, MacArthur. Yes, I agree. I absolutely agree <laughs> that. I'm like, Todd Friel, why did you put it? Now, now, he should have said, he should have, rather than saying play the game, he should have said, okay, this is my issue with Beth Moore. Um, she she blurs the line between, um, uh, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't hold to biblical complementarianism and, and should have explained that biblically rather than make it, even appear to be something that's sexist and and right that that that's the it was just a lack of wisdom. I th- like I think I probably agree with John MacArthur's views on how Beth Moore will like she'll preach on a Sunday morning to men. Like I, I think I would I would say biblically that's something she should not do. Yeah. But to discredit her even on Mother's Day, that was her argument. I mean, if you remember this, like yeah, a woman a, can't preach a, on Mother's Day. That's a bad argument. It is because it's the distinction Paul gives in all the churches. It's mm. not. All the churches, except, except for days on, that, that except on Mother's Day, your that culture makes up, women. Yeah. that Hallmark creates. Yeah, um, every day's Mother's Day. But yeah, I, I think I think just the the outright dis, discrediting and um, and yeah, the meanness in which it was done. Because I wouldn't call Beth Moore a heretic, right? No. She she's a sister, and so I think yeah. there needs. I mean, to, if you do, I might have to punch you in the face. <laughs> no, you call Stephen Furtick one. Well, well but, I don't care. But about I him. think I think there's more. I've not heard anything from Beth Moore that I would call uh, make call her heretical. And no. And and I think if she was, if she did, I don't think people like Russ Moore would. And I right. think there's a lot of individuals would would pick up on that. Right. Yeah. Um, I, she's not a heretic. She's not a pastor either. That's she's another not. thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. I think pastors should have. I think pastors should have their feet held to the fire a little bit more. Um, because there's a there's a weight that comes with the pastoral office of, of shepherding a church yeah. that, um, I, you know, I, I, and I, that I don't think that Beth Moore rightfully should have that kind of responsibility on her shoulders. She's a sister in the Lord, and so I think in in defending truth, even maybe something she struggles with, I think it needs to be done as as uh, uh, we see in Scripture with gentleness and respect. And it wasn't done that way. No, did Johnny Mac ever say anything back? I'm sure, he's doubled down. Oh gosh! You know he's doubled down. He's I I I, I don't know. I I don't. I've, you unfollowed him and everything, I did, yeah. didn't you? Well, well I, I, you I wasn't before anyway. So I mean, I definitely am not now. I you will. weren't following John MacArthur before? <sighs> no, because on what? On what platform? Twitter? Nowhere. No, uh, I deleted I my Twitter account after um, after John MacArthur made this statement <laughs> after Lent this year because I didn't use it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a tweeter. You tweet all the time, actually. It was, it was really funny. Apparently, I do, and I didn't know it. His it's, Facebook is linked to Twitter, and he doesn't know it. I can't log into oh, my Twitter account. I don't even know how to get in. You don't even know how to get in. He tweets all the He's time. He's saying crap all the time. I made a comment there. that I never tweeted, and he was like, dude, you tweet literally all the time. He, I was like, I didn't know He that. has it linked to where like, every comment he makes on Facebook oh, ends up as a tweet somehow. <laughs> yeah. All right. You all want to do one final topic? <laughs> all right. I got one, and it's, uh, it's a big one. Okay. So, do you want to go small? No, or you want to go big? You want to go oh, big? Oh, and go oh, I know I have trouble is. unfolding these. <laughs> Wait, you, already re- you already said it had to do with your name. I thought you read Did you fold it back up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Free will in God's plan. 
God's plan. Mm. I was just waiting for you to take it, Jeremy. Free will and God's plan. All right, so you have you how have. how does free will? Do we have free what will? And how does how, that? He is squeezing his head. Together. <laughs> look how bad this hurts. He's him. trying to squash his brain. This physically hurts him. So you you have a, about, apparently. I don't think anyone. Okay. So yes or no? Do we have free will? Answer the question, Mister no. Barry. Just yes or no. No. Wow. If I have to say yes or no, I'm gonna say no. Wow. No. If I could have. All right. Thanks two for words, listening. I would say in Christ. So Ooh, what I okay. mean by that is I know I know we Sorry, we'll, we'll maybe define this a little differently. <laughs> um, so I think you have a limited will. I think you're uh, to kind of piggyback with with Luther in his book Bondage of the Will. Your will is bound by your nature. So in your lostness, your nature is uh, bound, if you will, to that area. You can only produce sin. You can only produce. Um, unrighteousness. Oh, that's a good resource if you're listening yeah. and you want to study this further because we will not even begin to hit everything on this. Right. But what was it again? Bondage of the Will by Martin Okay, Luther. sometimes when you talk, I like helpful. zone out and don't listen. I don't understand both Sometimes, as in, as in most of the so time. So anyways. Um, no, so, so Bondage of the Will by Martin Luther says, right, it's this idea that your your will is bound by your nature. So if you're lost, you produce sin and loss. That's all you can do. When God, by grace... Um, if you will, opens the door and draws you out of that room, you can now, uh, you have true uh, liberty, you have free will, and now that you can choose sin and choose to glorify God. So now your will is bound to, uh, um, to you're able to glorify God with your actions. So that is, in, uh, so that would be, that would be free will. Now, if it's, if how did I choose the Lord? Um, it is that by grace, this is Ephesians two eight nine, that by grace through faith, uh, and it says it says it is not of yourselves; it was given to you. And it says you have no reason to boast. The it that pronoun is referencing faith. So by grace you've been given faith. It that is faith has been given to you. Um, it is the gift. It is the gift. Faith is the gift. Right. It is the gift in which you cannot boast about. Yeah. If, if so, I can say I can intellectually boast that I, by my own ability, made a good decision. Yeah. Right, and yeah, I'd agree with all that. And so, I always like I always like to emphasize too that this doesn't mean that we don't make choices, because because the devil's advocate here would say like, but I I can I can make choices. I can take a drink of this coffee or I can not. Like yeah, it's, it's my I choose choice. the butt of my toast. Right, and, and so like the, not having free will doesn't mean that you don't have choices. You have a will, but it's it's within the sovereign God's parameters. Um, it's kind of like when I when I um as a as a father tell my you know, if it's snowing outside, I can I can go to my children and I can say, "Hey, what do you want to wear today? Do you want to wear this or do you want to wear that?" Um, shorts are not going to be in the realm of choices for them, right? So the father is uh, guarding the parameters of their choices, and and in the same way, a sovereign God has has created us in within boundaries, um, and those boundaries before Christ are that we are in sin, we are held. Uh, as slaves to sin, the Bible yep. says. Um, even though we have choices within that, we're slaves to sin. And then yep. um, when he frees us from that, we are slaves to Christ, slaves of righteousness. And um, and then we are actually, we can make choices to glorify God, and we can choose to step away from sin, abstain from sin. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the uh, Scripture's clear that Paul in Romans 3 quotes the Psalms, that no one seeks after God, no, not one. So you can't say that, well, with my ability i chose god because you have to reconcile that with scripture when it says no one seeks after god no not one 
was interesting. Paul didn't want to get saved. Like, you ever think about that? Like he he wanted nothing less in his yeah. life than to be a Christian. That was the the thing he wanted least was to be a Christian. Yet here he becomes a Christian. Um, and what what's interesting is I've seen this in cultures and churches where um, where free will is. I mean, even the denomination of free will Baptist. By the way, I was ordained by a free will Baptist church. I think I'm the only Calvinist ever to be ordained by a free will Baptist church. Um, There's a plaque that needs to be made with that. I, I agree. I would love that. Um, but even even in like a free will Baptist church, for example, that, that loves the idea that we are so free to, to make any choice we want um, and that salvation is, is by our doing, um, there's an acknowledgement of when a, when a guy, when a man is called to preach. I hear this all the time. And, Heather, I know you've probably heard this, like that, that they run from the call. Yeah. They run from it, and they don't want to do it. But the Lord... The Lord chases him down yeah. with with this calling, and so they they acknowledge that when it when it comes to calling into ministry, but not in salvation. So it, so, but it, what's funny is that a lot of people that deny it will have no problem saying that God has a chosen people in the Old Testament called Israel, but in the New Testament, right. no, He doesn't. Even though we're adopted into Israel, uh, we're not part of that chosen people. Um, I don't I don't know how you reconcile that. On, on top of that, when someone says I want to be able to choose God, they want to be able to say they they want to entrust salvation in their own hands. And I, and I just think it's interesting because who whose hand would I rather salvation be in, mine or a good, sovereign king? Um, I, I'd much rather it be in if his it's in, control. If it's in mine, I'm losing it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose my salvation. I can't hold on to it. So. Yeah. We could go. I mean, that, that's something we could go in forever. All yeah. right. We're yeah, done. That is, uh, yeah, that's yeah. definitely something that could be another episode. I think we have done episodes on that. I'm sure we have. I'm but, sure you have. Yeah. But I'm sure it wasn't as good because you all can't. Um, I've listened to past episodes, and uh, you all struggle sometimes. Stay on task? To not act like 12-year-old boys. Well, um, yeah. it's true. So She she makes a good point. <laughs> well, I, well, I was going to bring up a, another question, which is what what's your favorite type of butter? But I, uh, butter? Favorite type of butter? Yeah. I was thinking um, earlier, I said butter your toast. I was like, what would I butter with my toast? I know, I about spilled oh, my man. coffee out when I love you said like that. The, <laughs> I like the uh, whipped. Whipped butter? Whipped stuff, yeah, the whipped spread. What do you like, I'm a, I'm a big. I'm a big of the peanut uh, type. Like the old peanut what butter. Peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter is not butter. Like yeah, it's, it, look, if apple butter is a it butter. It literally has butter in the name. Yeah, really. I, if, if, if there are oh, types bless. of butter, I'm saying peanuts one, apples one, pumpkins one. I like the peanut. I'm a peanut guy. Well, I like it? whatever's on sale, <laughs> so I'm really not. So um, apple butter. Do they still make treat. that butter spray? Yeah, they do. Man, Wait, I don't butter what? Can't believe it's butter spray? spray. Yeah, I don't know. Spray. Spray. Did I say it like that? Yeah, like spray. Sean Connery? Spray. Spray. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but if you're listening, uh, add some butter spray, spray. to the spray. click list. Yeah. So I recently tried um, the uh, sunflower. Butter, hmm. it was on sale, that and gross. I and I also like I use these different apps um, to like get money back and save money with has coupons and stuff. So it, like, on what website? What now? Oh, I thought we were doing an ad. No, we're not. <laughs> settle, da- settle down. <laughs> um, so I like you get a dollar back if you try. You know, our sponsor stuff, today so. is Calvary Baptist. Nothing. Else. <laughs> yeah, for real. Settle down. This segment I thought was going to be brought to you by Coupon Dads or something like that. Coupon Dads? Why would I use that? I'm not a dad. Well. Coupon moms? No, that's not even. Oh, it is actually. Stop. So it's coupon dads. You can find great coupons for free. It must not be very good, or I would use it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You go. You go. Ahead. <clears throat> anyway, so it was good. It was good. Sunflower butter was good. Yeah, made uh, made by uh, who? 
Like, is there brands? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a country, plug. I'm country, trying to make money from I think this it was podcast. Country Croc. That, country Croc. Yeah. Look at that. They have, a diff- they have like a plant-based butter yeah. um, that they just came out with, too. And They need to change their name. When I think of Croc, I don't think of something good. No. I think that's a Croc. What? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you our sponsors today, yeah, Calvary absolutely. Baptist Academy and Country Croc, yes. Sunflower Butter Spread. Okay, guys, so um, coming up in the next few episodes, um, we're going to have some more serious topics, and that means we have to separate Will and Jeremy to have serious yeah. conversations. Really um, but sad. we are going to be um, we are going to be touching on a, a topic that was uh, very popular um whenever I ask for topics, um, mental health. We're going to be covering grief and trauma and uh, just mental health and talking about what the Bible says about it, what the, um, you know, how we as Christians should, should approach it. So if you have any type of questions about mental health, grieving, trauma, uh, depression, anxiety, whatever it may be, um, you can shoot those questions um, to me personally on my Facebook. I'll probably not... Um, but yeah, go ahead, and you, <laughs> you can, can also email, use, them e- email them in. Use our app. Use the website. You can uh, go to the podcast and you can submit anonymous questions, um, or if you want to put your name there too, you can. Um, but we will be covering that the next uh, three episodes, actually, um, because it's a topic that we uh, want to take serious, and we want to make sure that we are doing it justice and not faking it. Yeah, like we do some other episodes. Yeah, but I'll say that. The, 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 <laughs> This is I, I can't I can't wait for it. Yeah. I think it'll be really good. I think it's something that a lot of people want to hear. Um, I had people from out of state yeah. uh, submit questions. I had people in different counties, um, coworkers submitting questions good and things, office. because um, this is something that their church struggles with um, oh, yeah. to to do well and um, to take care of people who do struggle with mental illness. So um, well, I think Will could benefit from listening to it. So. Apparently that's all I'm allowed to do. So well, you're going to be allowed to talk a couple of times. Yeah, just a couple. You could introduce. Yeah, I'm we'll, we'll have to. You Jeremy, you and I will have to hang out since we're being separated on yeah. the podcast. I know. It's gonna be weird not. You can FaceTime while you're on the toilets. That's what they said earlier. They FaceTime while they're yeah. using the bathroom. Oh, I mean, you're after lunch. Nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, all right. They're just gonna. One of them's gonna sit at the desk, and the other one's gonna leave the bathroom door yeah, open. That's what we normally do. While they're doing their business. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.